0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Speed Junkies podcast. I'm Joe Davis, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Sarah Steinhaus. This is my motorsport podcast, and I'm going to talk about my experiences racing, and we'll also be going over Oakland Supercross this past weekend. Sarah, how's it going?
1: Um, it's going pretty good.
0: Good, good. So let's get right into uh, 250 Heat 1. We have RJ Hampshire, uh, number 24 on the Husqvarna, coming out with the W. It's great to see him running up front. And uh, also number two is Maximus Von Holland on uh, the KTM. Um, 250 Heat 2, we have Robbie Wageman, a private tier, which is really cool to see, uh, leading the first lap and also ripping the whole shot. So that's, that's pretty sweet to hear. Um, but overall, we got Judson with the win. And uh, Cameron McAdoo coming up in second. 250 overall winner was, of course, None other than Jet Lawrence. He is a force to be reckoned with out here. And RJ Hampshire and Cameron McAdoo rounding up the bunch. Uh, 450 Heat 1 went to kickstart Kenny on the Suzuki. And Team Fried Justin Barsha in second and Bam Bam. Wait, oh no, I said it backwards. Um, Team Fried Jason Anderson and uh, Bam Bam Justin Barsha in third. 450 Heat 2, we got Eli Tomac with the win. Sexton in second and Webb in third. 450 overall of course went to eli tomac dude's just a dog cooper webb in second and chase sexton who unfortunately had a beautiful lead about five seconds on eli tomac coming into i believe it was the second last lap got gets wadded up flips the bike around goes down eli tomac gets passed and cooper webb also gets passed eventually after a little bit of battling but uh great racing overall i mean this Oakland Supercross track was no joke. I mean, I've no, I don't think I've ever seen whoops that big. Extremely rutted, extremely rough. There was a theme of two different styles going through. The traditional skimming the top of the whoops, carry as much speed and momentum as possible. And we had people like Cooper Webb, who was jumping through the whoops. Uh, a little bit safer, but a little bit slower. Really cool track, though. Uh, excited, excited to see... Uh, these guys in Indianapolis coming up here in March what do you think about that are you excited to go out there
1: yeah I can't wait I love watching um Supercross I'm not super familiar but I've been the last couple of years with you and it's just really fun to watch so I'm excited to see them
0: so let's talk about your favorite rider
1: Jet Lawrence of course of
0: course Jet Lawrence the 19-year-old out of Australia Uh, also brother of Hunter Lawrence, who is another very good 250 racer. Uh, He turned pro in 2019. He is already a two-time AMA pro motocross champion in 2021 and 2022. Uh, He is also a 2022 250 East Supercross champion because there are two different subcategories of 250 class, East Coast and West Coast. Yeah, I
1: always forget that.
0: Yeah, so... We'll see Jet uh, here in Indianapolis. Um, his brother way- races East Coast. Um, I think it's just a uh, way to kind of try to split up the wins because they, if they don't have to compete each-, each other and can go for the wins both themselves, they might as well do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, really excited. Uh, well, what are you excited for, for Supercross?
1: Um, going going
0: there and whatnot.
1: I really like like the environment of it. Like Watching it in person is so much different than just like, seeing videos of it and stuff because when you're there you can like actually feel all the dirt flying and everything and, and the, the smells the, yeah there's so many smells it smells beautiful on. in there it smells wild and there's so many different people in there and it's just like a really weird environment but i mean like i dig it though
0: <laughs> it's definitely fun to people watch yeah
1: too. yeah it's very interesting to like Absolutely. see who shows up there
0: but I think you're forgetting the biggest thing that I think you're excited for.
1: What? <gasps> don't tell me. Jetson's Donuts? Yep. Are you talking about the donuts? Yep. I'm so excited for the donuts.
0: I am talking about the donuts. So uh, if you don't know, you know now Jet Lawrence sells. Uh, his theme is kind of like a donut theme. It's just kind of like his his brand is donuts. Yeah, his
1: merch has like donuts all over it. I don't yeah
0: so he's selling not
1: them loving that, but i'm excited for the actual donuts though yeah he's like. s- he
0: sells them at the races and uh, we're gonna have to try them out and let you guys know how they yeah. go they look good from what i've seen yeah. online. let's talk a little bit more about this 450 class and kind of what's going on there um chase sexton has been riding incredible this season um honestly really seeming like the the closest guy to Tomax level who is the top dog without a doubt Cooper Webb's also up there, pretty close. Um, Sexton ripped the whole shot this weekend. Um,
1: yeah, and I feel like he held him for a minute, and then he like. Oh I'm...
0: yeah, yeah. So he had the lead for I believe the majority of the race. Um, last couple laps, uh, he he wadded the bike and kind of like did a flip with the bike. Oh which was, yeah, yeah.
1: I forgot about that. Right. That was brutal.
0: Mm-hmm. And. Uh, that let Tomac get around and
1: yeah, once he gets around there, like if you, you know if you're off your bike, you're yeah. like he's right there. He got he got back no up.
0: Way. He got back up in enough time to be in second still, but I yeah. mean Cooper Webb, we saw him making a charge at the end of the race uh, towards Tomac. I oh, think if yeah. there was another lap or two, Webb probably would have had this one in the bag.
1: Yeah, he was really pushing uh, in those. He whoops, was, he was, so.
0: yeah, he was really pushing through the whoops. Yeah, uh, which is which jump, is surprising because cooper's jumping. actually had some problems with the whoops in the past. He kind of has a, a a bad history with the really? whoops, I believe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he went down. Web hunted. Uh, web hunted ch- chase down later to get in second. Um, Tomac almost throws it away in the last lap. Did you see that?
1: No, I don't think I noticed that.
0: He didn't fall down, but he got bucked off the track, and he sped back on.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he went, like, right, like, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, Yeah, Webb got really close. And, actually, he is tying the GOAT of motocross, Ricky Carmichael, in total wins in the Premier class in Supercross, being 48 wins.
1: Who is? Eli?
0: Eli Tomac (gasps) is now tied with uh, Ricky, yeah.
1: No way. That's wild.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're nowhere quite near the king, Jimmy McGrath. Who you yeah, saw he's had. got like 70-something, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he has over 70 wins.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And, and what are they at, like 30?
0: They're at 48.
1: Oh, oh, oh. So Eli still, and Ricky are tied at 48. It was like 79 or something like that. It was like yeah. really high up there.
0: But um, do you know who's in second? The 7 brand?
1: Um, is it? Come it's on, not James. This. It is James. It is James' last name. Uh, Maybe,
0: possibly. Give his, it a go. His
1: first name is Malcolm.
0: That's well, his brother.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I meant. So that's what, what I meant. His brother, James and Malcolm. No, I forget. Always. Stewart. Stuart. Oh, it's all, dude. <laughs> so always forgets, dude. She always forgets. Always forgets the Stewart name. <laughs> I know the. I know their first names, and I know what they look like, and I know their brand. <laughs> right. But I don't know their last name ever. But
0: Eli's win was great. Not quite as dominant as Jet Lawrence with the 15 second lead.
1: Yeah, that was actually that's, crazy. That's not even
0: surprising anymore, though.
1: No, it's not surprising, but it's just like. <sighs>
0: it's almost like week after week, this dude's just. I know. He, it's not like he's undefeated, but.
1: I know. There's still, just such a big gap in between him and everybody else. Like, there, it's just wild. Mm-hmm. I just don't even know what to. Like, he needs to there needs to be more challenges for him yeah but he'll probably move up to 450 next next year and um probably will get humbled oh question um hayden deegan is he where's he at
0: so he is not racing on the uh west coast
1: oh is that i mean i mean
0: he is racing wait no he's not racing the west coast
1: He's racing East Coast. He's,
0: he's racing East Coast.
1: Is he really? Oh wait, mm-hmm. because West Coast is like hard. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot. Yeah.
0: So, right now, if you had to take a winner of the overall two fifty championship, who who are you going to give it to?
1: Um. Let me give me. Let me see. Um, two fifty overall. Two fifty overall. Yeah. Jet, of course. Right. Obviously. I mean,
0: jet jet. Already has what a twenty point lead or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's Crazy. consistently dominating every single week. So yeah, the, that's obvious. Guys got to have
0: some work to do. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, but I knew that was gonna happen. Um, but I don't. I am not familiar with R.J. Hampshire. I've heard Cameron Mcadoo a lot. R.J.
0: Hampshire's been around for a while now. Really? He's really been putting it on though. He's been he's been doing great.
1: H- does he, like, is he often, like, has he, he often been this mentioned in the chip, past? Yeah,
0: um, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, he's not, he hasn't been as big of a name as the other guys that you really know about. Okay. Um, I feel
1: like I don't know that much about 250 in general, though. Yeah,
0: well, there's a lot like, of new faces all the time in the 250 class, so it keeps yeah. it kind of hard to, uh, to keep up with.
1: Yeah, where do they all go? Because, I mean, they're not all going to 450s.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of them don't make it. Can't keep up with the the
1: get hurt. They, well,
0: they get a lot of people get hurt. They can't keep up with um the cost. Um, they can it. It's just a lot. So if you don't have a factory ride, it's very, very, very difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so, expensive. Like,
0: oh my gosh, I mean, oh my
1: god, what do you think? Like, what's the average bike like right now? Just like just bike. So,
0: so let's break it down into like what a what a, a general race weekend would would cost if you were starting yeah from that's
1: yeah that's like a good that's a good idea
0: so first things first you need a bike you don't have to get a brand new bike but we're gonna we're gonna say you get a brand new bike because if you were trying to compete at a level like this you're you need you're getting a new bike that's yeah you just how need it is.
1: that new bike
0: um so i'd say a brand new 250 costs you around eight grand uh at least when i got mine i, I think it stayed pretty stagnant around there um
1: yeah that's what you ride right now
0: I ride a YZ250 right now, 2017. Mm-hmm. Getting a little old. Not complaining, but it's getting a little little old for that tech, you know.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to get a new one soon, huh? <laughs> hopefully,
0: <laughs> hopefully. I'll
1: take that one though.
0: Oh man, that's. Oh my gosh. You can do that.
1: I know, right? It'll be great. I have so, I have the little one right now.
0: So back to what we were saying, um, about eight grand for a bike. Mm-hmm. race weekend you gotta think about fuel and food so whatever you price that at um yeah how say much you 200 say f- bucks at yeah. least yeah hotel room or if you're lucky enough to have a camper you don't have to worry about that yeah hotel room 100 cost. bucks right and then race weekend you usually have to pay for practice the day before you pay a gate fee and you pay a race fee yeah so what's and, that
1: and that's like 60 bucks from yeah. what i've seen
0: yeah and you usually have to pay per class yeah so if you're racing say like me for example 250 c class and open c class i'm paying like 25 bucks a class so i'm like 50 bucks yeah. in total yeah we're so, at
1: like 1200 right now
0: yeah is that
1: is that like you say
0: 1200 yeah For uh, total um yeah i mean but you got to think about gear like i mean you can't cheap out on gear you got to have you know a nice helmet so that'll run you like 600 bucks if you're lucky 200 bucks for boots
1: oh no i'm crazy not so. 1200 bro we're at like 10 grand yeah
0: well, you, you just <laughs> forgot the bike that's i forgot okay. the bike it, it sounds worse when you realize you the bike is not as bad yeah um but yeah um really really exciting weekend love to watch these guys race and i'm, I'm really excited i hope I hope Jack keeps winning, but I also, you know, I want somebody to challenge him. I don't want him to have an easy win this year, like he, yeah. he seems to keep having.
1: Yeah, I want, yeah, I want some, I want some beef. I want to see him right? like we need beef some drama. With somebody. Drama's I, interesting, dude. Drama I love tickets. drama. You know, I love drama. Drama sells tickets. Drama sells tickets. Oh. Um, drama sells everything. So much fun. Um, yeah. So predictions for 450. What are you thinking?
0: I'm gonna to have to go with Eli tomac you know my of favorite course, my, fa- of course. my favorite writer is Ken Roxson. Mm-hmm. But
1: right he's 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 kind of just been chilling in like the five six zone well so he's just chilling though
0: you know when discussing Ken Roxon it's hard to not ask the question what if what if Kenny never wrecked? what if Kenny never blew his wrist into smithereens and had to sit out for however long and recover and he's you know you're not really ever the same after that um
1: yeah that was brutal for sure it's I just tough bad. but
0: he, i mean he's still doing good i mean listen if you are even qualified, just, i feel like
1: he's just not he's not giving it everything anymore
0: yeah i mean he has a whole life yeah a whole he's got babies now. and
1: right. happy little life i don't know right um let's talk about who's is Jason Anderson the one that's suspended right now? Yeah, he's
0: on probation.
1: Yeah, oh, probation. So
0: him and Jason and I mean him and uh, Justin Barsha, Bam Bam, who's known as an aggressive rider, known to take people out, known to take cheap shots. Him and uh, Anderson have been beefing back and forth almost race weekend after race weekend. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what did it for the probation, but you know, I think if they're gonna put Anderson on probation, they might as well put Bam Bam on. As Dude,
1: well. yeah, that annoys me because honestly, he just annoys me in general, Barsha. Right, right. Like, um, I don't know. He's always been my least favorite writer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of like actually. Him. I take that back. I really do not like Cooper Webb. What is with the beef with Cooper Webb? Me? Yeah. Why do I beef with Cooper Webb? Yeah. What did he do? What? He, what I don't do know. There? He just annoys me. Like, oh my I I just don't even know. He annoys That's me. That's fair. A lot, and I don't know. His, his post race interviews are like that I, of Pat Mahomes. I understandable that <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I am guilty of leaving a hate comment on Justin Barsha's Instagram. I believe after Supercross of Indianapolis last year.
1: As you should. I think. I think you he know who else you Penny, did.
0: Who was my favorite racer? But... No,
1: you know who you hate commented. Who? Um, Dean dean wilson oh yeah dean wilson because he he's the one because kenny lapped him and he i remember that that was crazy but kenny lapped him and he got in the way and that cost kenny the lead and that's why because cooper webb won and that's why i hate him the most yeah that was wild no, that was maybe that was
0: last year or the year before i think that was last year but then dino apologized and i deleted the hate comment i will say.
1: yeah yeah he definitely didn't mean to do it but that that was like a decision it was, it was just like, dumb it was just it one was of like, those things that happens but yeah it was just at the very worst time that it could have been right po- like possible but that was awful it's
0: racing shit happens just like yeah just like like you can't really be that mad at Justin bar show like yeah he's he's a i would consider him a dirty rider but It does make stuff interesting, right? We were just saying we want drama. Justin Barsha and Jason Anderson is the drama. (laughs) Yeah, they
1: are the drama. Yeah, okay. I enjoy that drama. Right. I enjoy that drama. I do. I mean,
0: you got really clean-cut guys like Tomag Webb Sexton. They don't really beef at all. Yeah. And Plessinger. I mean, Craig. You never hear them beefing with anybody. No. But uh,
1: you know who I want? I want to beef with somebody. Why? Mar? No, no. You know who? Yeah, I want Marvin to be with somebody. Marvin
0: Musquin. Yeah, you know uh, why? No, why?
1: Because I think his little French accent would be funny.
0: That's not right.
1: I'm sorry. I just think he would be. I just think he would be he funny does, if he was beefing is, with like. Oh yeah, like Kenny or something. Can you imagine if him and Kenny, with their little accents, were like that beefing would be, that would be on on film? That would, that would be. be so funny to me. That would be. Um, but I love them both. They're hilarious. Um, great writers. You know, great
0: writers, for sure. Marvin Musquin had a uh, signature move every time he won. You know what that was? What was it? He threw a heel clicker over the finish line. What does that mean? He'd bring his heels up over the handlebars and click his heels together.
1: Oh, period. I love that. And every time he won. That takes skill, I feel like.
0: Yeah. But... um. Yeah. Let's pivot away from Supercross a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's time that we can discuss. I think we covered everything pretty yeah, well. Yeah, right? I think. I Yeah, so that was Oakland Supercross. That was uh, February 18th, 2023. That's what we're okay. standing at. Uh, Jet Lawrence was the 250 class winner. And then Eli Tomac was the Toma. 450, of course. Big dog
0: gotta eat yeah everybody knows that yama dog can't be stopped yeah eli has that
1: dog in him as joe continues to say okay now he's barking um yeah so so we're gonna pivot away from that and we're uh yeah let's talk a little bit more about you and like your journey supercross i mean not supercross with motocross and um yeah like how'd you get into it when did you start like what's your story
0: oh man i feel like i could talk forever about this um not even that i, I don't really even have a crazy story it's just there's just a lot of stuff i remember. No,
1: just yeah like why do you love it like what's going on where well, did it come from so
0: i started riding an 80 cc dirt bike it was a honda my dad got it off of ebay beautiful machine right can't mm-hmm. go wrong with honda power you mm-hmm. know that, beautiful machines just kidding yeah yamaha's the best in my opinion but period that might be a little bit of bias because i've only been racing a i mean i did race on honda but let's i'm getting ahead of myself um yeah so i started on adcc just riding around my aunt's farm um good times i have great memories then i remember being very scared of riding that dirt bike
1: scared scared um i felt really scared the first time i rode it though too i feel that
0: um yeah i mean i i don't even i kind of struggled to the touch the ground back then so i just tell my dad hey i'm ready to stop i'm driving by and I come back that's around. hilarious yeah i definitely almost hit my dog a couple of times fun fact this cool. is furthermore into my story of my race career yeah i got my first race bike 2015 crf 150 rb the b standing for big wheel because they had to make it bigger for a 15 year old on a 150
1: period love that
0: um yeah, First race bike, love that machine to death. It was super outdated, they haven't been uh, updated since like 2007. Hey, but it looked cool, right? And it sounded different than all the two strokes running around at the time. Um, I
1: love the sound of a good two stroke, though. Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? I mean, however, fun fact um, for all the girlies out there, if you ever hear a motorcycle on um, like a movie or something, it's probably not the motorcycle, it's actually um, a two stroke dirt bike,
0: right? Do you, do you, how do you? Can you uh tell the difference between a four stroke and two stroke by the noise? Can you give us a little example? Maybe?
1: Um not really. I can't do examples, but I know that the two stroke is super high pitched. Like right,
0: right. do you want me to help you out? Yeah,
1: go ahead and you do it. So right. I can't I can't do like example noises. So
0: I will um do one of the noises and you tell me two stroke or four stroke. Okay? I think it'll be easy for you.
1: Okay. That's a four stroke.
0: Perfect. Yes. Okay. Right, now you're not gonna guess what this is. Ready?
1: Yeah. Ringing, ding ding, ding ding. A little four stroke, uh, two stroke. Two stroke. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was the yeah. only other option left, but hey.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. But I still said four stroke. Um, for context, yeah, for our listeners, I don't know much about um motocross in general, so I've learned solely from hanging out with this man and for the last like three years and I've just been learning and it's really fun. So we've gone to su- two super crosses and I've gone to like four or five of his race weekends. So that's really fun. But there hasn't been much like racing around here um, since COVID. So that's like poopy, but we're going to get back into it this year. Like very excited about it. I'm really excited to see him like really in his element, but yeah, give me a little, a little bit, a little bit more about you, huh? Um, like, yeah. Um, so-
0: Talking about that 150 I got, the worst but most memorable thing that happened on that dirt bike. I got it. it was right around the backyard for like the first time. Um, my dog, I have a, a pretty large Rhodesian Ridgeback.
1: He's so cute. His name's Bo. He's Bo and Joe. Cute. That's
0: so cute. He's very cute. He used to chase me around on my bike until one day.
1: Until one fateful day.
0: <laughs> one fateful day that I have on video, but my mom unfortunately did not get uh, get it in the scene there.
1: Yeah, she, she did not pan over. I hit the dog. And, like, you, yeah, you can hear it, and you can hear, like, the aftermath, like, yeah. people yelling. Yeah. But
0: I, I, I ran over my, my poor pooch.
1: He ran dog. in the way, though. like he did. He In Joe's right defense, in he ran right in front. Like, he was chasing the bike and ran right in front of the bike. like.
0: And also, I'd like to add, he was uninjured. Mm-hmm. I was moving, like, five miles an hour because I didn't even have, like, He's a, big boy, like, He's he a is, big
1: boy, too. He's a big boy. He is a big,
0: beefy boy. Back then, he probably weighed more than me. Yeah,
1: like, he's wild. He's, like, he's probably, like, 120. I love him. He's such a big baby.
0: But, uh, furthermore, this is actually a pretty exciting thing. So, uh, Ironman Raceway is a national, a professional, uh, national track. It's out in Crawfordsville, Indiana, Indiana, about two hours out of Cincinnati. I was, uh, there for a race weekend before the pros raced the next day. So, they have an amateur day before, which is where I was racing. Um, in the 150 but it always likes to rain that weekend so we got up there friday supposed to be supposed to be our day uh they canceled racing because they wanted to keep the track primo for the pros um i was a little disappointed but my dad was like hey let's go like to the yamaha dealership and just like check out see what's there and this man buys a 250 same day same race weekend brand new 2017 250 the bike i still race today which by the way is bone stock and has never been opened up, and she runs like a charm, a great bike, I took that bike back to Ironman, that same day, watched the pros the next day, rode it for the first time, and raced it that weekend, and that was a terrifying experience, but an amazing one, and so much fun, and one I will never forget, you never, you know, once you throw a leg over a 250 for the first time, I think you'll understand, like, it's just a different machine and it's, it's so much fun.
1: Yeah. Well, like I, I will never forget like the first time that you put me on a bike at your aunt's farm. That was so much fun though. Like, and I'd never, I'd been on like quads or like little, like little things like that, but never like, uh, a dirt bike like that. And it was so much fun and I was just ripping around. You did really good
0: your first couple times. Oh my gosh, yeah, really I've good. only
1: gone a couple times, but I feel like I'm low key a natural. Um, yeah, I mean
0: she,
1: yeah, let me say I'm just ripping on that thing. She's great. Mm-hmm. Except I almost flipped the quad, but quads are really sketchy. So, but also, um, it's funny because what what is it? Is the little one a one fifty?
0: No, the little one's an eighty. That's uh, that's my first bike. The it's little still,
1: uh, ones an eighty. The one that I ride.
0: No, the one you rides is a 125.
1: Oh, a 125, everyone. A 125. But, um, uh, nope, forget. I forget what I was going to say. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't um, really
0: recollect what you were going on, but.
1: Yeah, it's fine, though. So. But you
0: did great. You really did.
1: Yeah, I really, really liked it. It was very fun. Oh, I was going to say, I forgot that it fell over on me. Remember when you guys had to get it off me? um when i was yeah. i i went to turn around yeah. um uphill for some reason and i just like toppled over down the hill that, that
0: happens so much well it's just because your yeah. legs are shorter i you were on an i'm
1: little i'm like yeah i'm like five four and like 110 pounds it's hey, not when i got
0: my 250 i couldn't touch the ground so you're all right
1: yeah i definitely i definitely cannot touch the ground on your bike i've tried and it like not even tippy toes <laughs>
0: but yeah that's pretty much how i got into racing um and i i raced like every weekend for a few years i've fallen off a little bit after i had a uh, spinal fusion surgery so
1: yeah big impact
0: yeah big impact two titanium rods on each side so i'm kind of stuck there but uh still gonna get out and ride this year first race weekend coming up at lincoln trail motorsports in casey illinois beautiful track beautiful facility great people love it there cannot say enough good things about them that dirt is always primo I'm um, so
1: excited um, for this race weekend because of the Harry Potter themed room.
0: Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started on the Harry Potter theme. Room. I
1: did not go last year, and I'm so di- disappointed because, um I don't know, that was, yeah, go on. Tell him about the Harry Potter room. So,
0: my dad, he likes to do things a little differently, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, he's an oddball, and I love him. It's great. Everybody loves having an oddball around. I consider myself a bit of an oddball, too. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. So, uh, you know, you get what you get. And, uh... He got this super sweet Harry Potter themed room. Um, it wasn't that sweet for me for a couple reasons. Would I change a thing? No. I loved it. I loved everything about it. But, unfortunately, my dad got a giant bed, right? A bed that could fit like four people comfortably, right? <laughs> right, right next to this bed is this skinny little spiral staircase up to the, to the loft right above the bed. I'm like, all right. I get in the staircase. I can... I, i'm too wide and i'm not big i'm not a big boy despite what scissa says i'm not a big boy she dm me and said i was a big boy and she said she needed me but
1: period as she should i'm not
0: a big boy i only weigh 155 pounds so you know most stairwells but you're I like six feet up. tall so like yeah I mean but
1: you're still big you're like lanky as hell you have really long arms i'm and lanky yeah long long legs big boy
0: and yeah, I couldn't I couldn't uh, stand up straight in here. But I had a fan, no TV, a fan that I could plug into the wall and just essentially go to bed because there was no form of entertainment besides my phone. So, hey.
1: You know. But you know what? It's okay because the vibes.
0: And we're going to do it again this year. So I hope yeah. you come. I hope you do. Yeah,
1: I'm really excited. Just a couple weeks away for that. And then um, Supercross Indiana is a couple weeks away. We're going to go to that. Woo! Woo! Super, super excited. We go um, with his dad, which is a really, really fun time. A little road um, trip action. Yeah, his dad is also a huge motocross fan, Supercross fan. He's uh, um, an ex-rider.
0: Actually, yeah, um, Loretta Lynn's national championship—you guys know it if you know moto. Um, he raced it, and pretty sweet. I hope to have him on the show here soon. Uh, just talk about a bit how he came up through racing because his story is actually, you know, a little bit more interesting. Yeah,
1: he was badass. It's that—it's
0: that cool, like old school. Yeah. Two sto- two strokes, mullets, you know, cutoffs, Dirt and oil jorts, and
1: sweat, and nasty,
0: and just sending it you know not going to school i'm just kidding he went to school you know he's a very smart man
1: or did he i don't know he didn't go to college you
0: have to find out no you don't need college but he's a very
1: hot take no not not even a hot hot take take. (laughs) um (laughs) everybody yeah yeah he's a very very both your parents very successful without college very very successful people role models role models love them so much um great people but, um, yeah, I hope
0: we can have him on the show. Soon. Yeah, that
1: would be super cool to get like his take on everything. Maybe we can have him on, like, after, um,
0: yeah, talk to him af- about some supercars. Yeah,
1: af- after we go to Indianapolis, maybe we can have him on. That'd be That'd really be super cool. cool.
0: Um, can we go back to uh, Casey, Illinois, real quick?
1: Yes, Casey, Illinois, the town on the come up. Yes, like <laughs> oh my god, Joe is such a fan the of Casey, Illinois, Listen, and I've never been there. I'm so sad.
0: I'm not a financial advisor, people,
1: or have I? Did I go there? I don't.
0: I don't think no. You have not been there now.
1: Okay, I don't know where I've been. These are all like they're all the same, but they're all different. It's really right. weird. It's just remote places out in the middle of nowhere with right. dirt and freaking gasoline smells.
0: And listen, she could not be. I love it. Further from the truth about Casey Illinois. Oh listen. oh no,
1: not I meant the actual like um the tracks, but not like yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual but, tracks. But
0: but this track is actually pretty close to this town. Let me tell you, if you have money to invest, invest it in Casey Illinois. It is the town on the come up. The people are happy. Period. Skies are blue. Sun is shining. Why are you still in Cincinnati? Get your ass to Casey and get these gourmet pretzels. Let me tell you about these gourmet pretzels. It sounds like an ad. I promise it's not. I just love these pretzels so much. And I think somebody should open one down here in Cincinnati. I promise you do it in the banks. People will go wild. If you have money, do it. These pretzels, Sarah, let me tell you about them.
1: I know. I can't wait. You've told me, and I just refresh my memory. I'm so hungry. I
0: can taste it like it was yesterday, and oh it's been gosh. like six months. Ooh. Right. I think I, I had this pizza pretzel, right?
1: A pizza. It's a pretzel. It's a pizza. I don't know. It's great. What did it have in it? Like pepperoni Yeah, cheese? it had
0: everything. and It was. It had like cinnamon stuff on it, too, and it was Ooh. just Ooh. so good. I even had to hit that high note for them, so definitely got to check that out. And also uh did you know casey illinois is the home of the world's largest rocking chair
1: i did not know that i did not. the know world's
0: that. largest um what else do they have i think they have they the have world's more? largest mailbox
1: <gasps> oh my goodness casey they have they're going at it yeah listen
0: if you're not at the world's largest mailbox in the world's largest rocking chair what are you doing
1: i literally i want to sit you in the world did you sit in it
0: well i did not because i'm not a giant
1: well i didn't know if you could get up you there. can get up there yeah you can climb up there yeah i want to climb
0: i believe they have stairs or something i'm not sure but a guy on instagram shout out to brett q 365 he actually uh speaking of dirt bikes and the world's largest rocking chair oh yeah he rode off he rode off the rocking chair on his dirt bike and landed on some dirt Super yeah cool. that was
1: really cool to watch actually that was a cool video you should look that up um yeah i mean i don't know it's like it's definitely it's like how far off the ground do you think it is like 20 something feet more than that really More than i really that, don't yeah. i don't know how to Probably i like am not good feet, at gauging like i'm not good at gauging time or distances or
0: yeah so uh brett q jumping off that the world's largest rocking chair pretty sweet should have been there i wasn't there but you should have been there
1: yeah yeah i wasn't there either but cool video though Yeah. actually should look that up for sure um
0: when can we see Sarah Steinhouse on a dirt bike again?
1: Um, that is a question for yourself because I think it is really truly a sight to see. I am a natural on a dirt bike. I think um, the
0: people want to see it.
1: I think the people do want to see it and we can have like a video podcast of me on a dirt bike. As
0: long as you don't end up like Rose.
1: Um, yes, we like to tell the Rose story.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the Rose story. So my sister thought it would be a good idea to ride my CRF80, my first bike that I discussed earlier, in my backyard, which is not big at all. But it's, but it's very not small. Hell-y. It's not small. It's not big. It's not small. It's a very average, what you would expect backyard to look like. Uh, I have a playset in the back along the tree line, right? So my sister starts up. I'm like, you want a helmet? Uh, nah, I'm good. I should have forced it. I know. I should have given her a helmet. But listen. She takes off. I thought this was a bad idea. She swore she was fine. Okay, she swore she was fine. So whatever. I mean, curiosity killed the cat. She'll learn. Yeah. Takes off. She did. She takes off. Starts starts uh not not really knowing how to stop, and uh just it's called whiskey throttle when you're giving a gas when you don't want to.
1: Yeah.
0: It can happen when you're panicking and trying to press stuff, um right into my slide right into it kaboom, laying on the floor. She was fine. <laughs> thankfully she was fine i ran over there she was fine it was just funny you don't want to end up like that but i don't think you would because you got more experience now anyway
1: yeah thankfully i have not um had that happen to me yet. i have not had a whiskey throttle situation for more than like a second where it just like jerked you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but um yeah i'm very excited about it so
0: we'll see yeah it'll, so, it'll it'll happen soon
1: yeah i'm very excited
0: it's getting warm out now so mm-hmm, listen yes. seasonal depression baby it's starting to lift up
1: oh my gosh i cannot wait because it has been quite a struggle this This year. has been
0: a, this this has been a tough year probably, this, for everybody <laughs>
1: this has really been a tough um hey but guess what winter season you just
0: gotta keep going yes just gotta we, keep going
1: yes and that we will so next week, we'll discuss um, the following Supercross Can't championship.
0: Wait. I would also, since standards. this is a uh, motorsport podcast and we're talking about how difficult this year has been, I would like to uh, send my condolences to Ken Block and his family. Uh, we lost a legend this year in the rally scene. Um, I happen to love rally cars very much, so much that I actually have one of uh, the cars that Ken Block had a 2007 Subaru STI. It was one of the uh, years that he ran as a rally car and he actually made some really cool videos with. Um, We lost him in a snowmobiling accident and I just wanted to send my condolences out there and let everybody know that we are praying for that family. I mean, I can't imagine what they're going through. Um, And yeah, sorry to uh, end on such a sad note, but it's a sad reality and you know, life is tough
1: yes Um. so excited so next week we'll discuss more supercross more motorsports news and um yeah
0: thank you guys we'll see you next week on the speed junkie podcast peace out